Welcome to a new episode of The Crowds, a German podcast. And I am joined by my three contestants from last week from the quiz. Um, a little introduction, please, again, if someone hasn't listened to that episode. Guten Tag, I'm Zach. <laughs> that was re- oh, very good. I see. Guten Tag, I'm Emily. Guten Tag, I'm Laura. <laughs> Perfect. You become more and more German. Today we discuss some German topics. First of all, what is the image you have of Germany? Or maybe also the people here in the UK have of Germany? Lots of money. Mm, yeah, definitely that. Very efficient, to the point. Yes, they don't good fat around. Yeah, um, good cars. Mm-hmm. Very artsy and hip and cool. Well, that's my image of Berlin anyway. That's very much so what I got from it. They love techno music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. There's definitely two sides of Germany. Yeah. There's the side you were talking about mm-hmm. and then the side we were referring yeah, to. Yeah, definitely. What, 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 what are Germans like, stereotypically, for you? When you think of a German... What is he like, she like? Very logical mm. and to the point. <laughs> they don't beat around the bush, certainly no, not. No, <laughs> no, completely agree. Oh, they always speak amazing English. Yeah. Always. Just very modest, nice, nice. They're just, they're just a nice bunch, mm-hmm. I'd say. Who do you think of the three of you has the best German? Oh my God, not me, uh-huh. um, I don't I know a word. I know pointless words. <laughs> I know, yeah, <laughs> very little, very little. I feel like I should know some stuff from doing psychology, but I don't. No. <laughs> Because there is a sheet of paper on the table in front of you, and one has to read out that very beautiful long word. We oh, have. Goodness. Can we all try? You can all try, of course. Oh, wow. Vergagen... Okay. Ver- ga- <laughs> <laughs> no, let me start again. Okay. Vergangen Heizverbalkatigung. The first part was really, really good. The second one was not German at all. <laughs> But the first one was impressive. First yeah. part. Really? The, wow. The second ha- half is certainly harder. Vergangen Heizverbalkatigung. If you said this word in Germany, everyone would have understood you. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Okay, is it my go now? Go yes. On. Oh, God, I'm getting stage fright. Vergangenheitsbewältigen. <laughs> That was really, really good. Wow. You all did well. Vergangenheitsbewältigen um, <laughs> means learning from the past, like learning from mistakes made in the past um, in order to become a better self for the future or in the future. So for It's Germans, lovely. it means learning from our past, especially, of course, the time from the Nazi regime and how we can prevent that from happening again. And there is a big debate in Germany because some people say we should leave it. We have to get over it. I don't, I don't want to feel guilty anymore. Others say it's important to remember. We have to learn from it. It's part of our identity. What do you think from an outside perspective? I think the attitude in Germany, just from my experience of being there, is that <clears throat> they, German people are very accepting of their past and uh, very much do want to learn from it. And they don't hide it away or brush it under the carpet. Um, they have all the memorials and all the history is well known so that they can learn from it and it, so that it won't happen again. And that's that's a definitely a good way of looking at it because if it was brushed under the carpet, then the danger is that it could happen again. So, Well, this is the thing because I think um, coming from England and I think we do exactly the opposite of Germany. You know, the when I did history, okay, we learned about slavery, but we brushed over it. I learned nothing mm. about colonialism, yeah. which is awful yeah and i only learned that through the internet and things like that um but so I mean, yeah there is that phrase history is written by the winners yeah mm, that's true true, true. so do you think like it, 
I, I know that in England it's not really taught, like the negative sides of the British Empire, for example. But do you think the Germans should get over it at some point? Or do you think it's important to have this remembrance culture and to have it in your identity? I think it's important to have. Yeah. I mean, it can be done in... It depends how you do it. Because I think there's no point in... Uh, you know, to an extent you have to, you know, crack on. Mm. But equally, I think Germany does it in a very tasteful, appropriate way. Yeah. In which you spend, you know, an appropriate amount of time reflecting, thinking, remembering, but then you learn the lessons and then you just you apply them to your life as you go on. And yeah, I don't it. think it should be part of like your identity. Just like a white person shouldn't have to feel guilty for slavery. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Good. Good points. Um, when we're already solving uh, German issues and German debates, not <laughs> uh, a really big one at the moment is: should we get a speed limit on our highways, motorways? <laughs> yes, yes or no? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I say no, because Germans make good cars. What's the point of having a good car <laughs> if you can't drive also, it fast? I would love to see the statistics of how many accidents actually happen on the autobahn. Because at, at the end of the day, if there aren't accidents and people, you know, there, if there is not a correlation between... Um, Driving fast and, and then why not then what's what's wrong with it and i think actually it has like the opposite effect so you would think that there'd be more kind of accidents but i think there'd be less because i know there's a prison somewhere in norway where like they're basically they're basically they basically have the keys and they're allowed to do whatever they oh. want and it actually like norway has the lowest crime rate in the world oh my God. and i think there's a place as well somewhere else where they don't actually have any law in the city and their crime is quite low as well so i would say no speed limit Interesting. I think there are statistics that show that there is kind of a correlation and there is a big debate because our minister for traffic, uh, he just said it's against any rational decision to have a speed limit and everyone is, he got such a shitstorm on that. <laughs> um, 65% of the German autobahns still have no speed limit. The re really dangerous part is not Germans speeding on this autobahn, it's that there is a tourism. So people from Japan or like from Asia or America or wherever in the world come to Germany to drive and to speed on our autobahn without any kind of experience. And that is actually quite dangerous. That is mm. dangerous. Yeah, no, that, that's, mm. that's crap. Yeah. Um, but then like, oh, I was thinking to myself, you know, oh, but then could you introduce some sort of regulation that would stop specifically tourists from, you know, like having no speed limit. Car. Yeah, <laughs> like but a then, massive red sticker. But then would that work? Because technically tourists are not allowed to uh, buy and smoke weed in Amsterdam or like there's there's actually stuff in place for that. But it doesn't happen. No, Heck. Mm, definitely not. So mm, it's Hard interesting. To enforce, yeah. So like a it baby is. on board sticker, but tourists on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I, I like this idea. Tourists on board is a good one. In your opinion, Who was the most influential of these Germans? Martin Luther in the field of religion, Karl Benz, the inventor of the car, or Konrad Röntgen, who was the inventor of the X-rays? Who of these three had the most impact on the world? Oh, wow. I would say um, Martin Luther, just because yeah. I did sociology in school and the whole like Protestant Reformation. We wouldn't really Huge. have X-rays if Catholicism was still like the massive you mm. know, religion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I'm also biased because I did religious studies as my undergrad. So anything religious based, I think, is important. Mm. But I also I think it is as well, because at the end of the day, religion is civilization, culture, everything. And breaking away from the Catholic Church, I mean, I think we all needed that, in my opinion. <laughs> I was going to say the guy who invented x-rays, but I think x-rays would have probably been invented by somebody at some stage anyway. 
X-rays are fairly important. Also, I'm kind of biased because I'm not Protestant. So. <laughs> um, yeah. G- good points again. <laughs> I really like the idea of Martin Luther like making other things possible because mm. if we were still in the same kind of lifestyle as the people were before, probably that made a lot of things possible. That's that's actually a really good point. Uh, let's talk about German breakfast. I give you some some uh, items and you say whether they're actually part of German breakfast, whether you can whether you can imagine a typical, a bit uh, not that excited German uh, in the morning to eat that. Coffee, tea, hot chocolate. Do you think that's part of German breakfast? Tea? Must be. Um, coffee. What would the alternative be? Nothing. Water, orange juice. I think just coffee. Am I right? Coffee mm, is definitely the most popular. You yeah. can have mm. a popular one. You can have the other one as well. Like tea is popular. Hot chocolate as well. However, coffee is the big one. Oh, mm. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Do we have sausages for breakfast? Yeah. For breakfast? That's oh, a bit hearty. It is. Sausages for breakfast. I mean, it's part of the we full English. Yeah, fry up. Yeah. <laughs> True. But you don't have a fry up every day, you'd get fat. But that would be the life. Yeah, definitely. They eat sausages all the time. That is not correct. What? Germans would never, <laughs> apart from Bavaria, they have a very special sausage. Other than them, uh, Germans would never have sausages for I'm breakfast. I'm shocked. Like Germans, <laughs> when they go abroad and they are in a fancy hotel and they have English breakfast, their English breakfast menu, it's such a special thing for us to have sausages for breakfast because it feels so weird. <laughs> What about the bread and bread rolls? Yeah, you be- yeah. you like big. your bakery. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yep. It's way bigger than here, to be fair. Yeah, mm. fresh bakeries. The continent. Same for toast, by the way. We also have toast. What is about Nutella and marmalade and jam and this kind of stuff? Can Germans mm. eat sweet stuff in the morning? Yes. I would say. Yes. Yeah. I, I think so. Because I think. I'm gonna go no. Really? <laughs> then if they don't have like sausages and things, and they don't have sweet stuff, what, what do, do they? they have then? That's true. Yeah. No sweet, no savory. What would the other option be? Yeah, we take Nutella and marmalade and jam and that kind of stuff on our toast or on our bread and whatever. Mm. So that is quite a thing. Pancakes. What type of pancakes? Because obviously Ooh. in France they have like crepes, whereas here we have kind of like. A middle ground between here and America, whereas America mm. has like huge pancakes. So. Yeah, and then you got Scotch pancakes. Exactly. Which are, like, so little. yeah, Scottish pancakes. So I think Germany probably does have pancakes, but we do. It's, it's not common, time. to be fair. It's not yeah. like you. It's, in some families, it maybe is, but in most families, it's not really common. It's like bread and bread rolls are way more common, but we definitely do have pancakes sometimes. And cereals, mm. surely Kellogg's is that German? Is that a German word? <laughs> yeah, I would say there's cereal, definitely. So Kellogg's is American, uh-huh. um, oh, but cereals are a big, big thing in Germany. Yeah. yeah, cool. What about juice? Do we drink juice for breakfast? No. I don't know why I'm saying <laughs> that. I just feel like the answer is no. You already said coffee was quite big. <clears throat> the other big thing that is big is juice. Damn. Oh. Uh, and not in the way people do it in the country here in the UK um, we're like getting what is the name of this like what you put in, on in the, on the bottom of the class and then you put water on it oh squash squash we don't have squash we would never do that we just have proper juice juice so like apple <laughs> real, juice real is juice. something uh, when my dear friend Carrie came to visit me in Frankfurt she was like surprised how many places serve apple juice and that you basically have to drink apple juice everywhere <laughs> so yeah that's a really big thing baked beans I'm gonna say Hines. no I feel like that's a very British thing. But Heinz. Heinz is a German word, surely. Is, But then I thought the same about Kellogg's. But Heinz <laughs> is surely German. 
I would have thought that beans were American. Beans are American. They're maybe um, British, but they're definitely not German. We would never, mm. ever have baked beans really? for breakfast. You're missing out. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Honey, peanut butter, stuff like this. Yeah, definitely. That's oh. so European. You always get mm. that in breakfasts when you go Fair to enough. Grill. More stuff we put on our bread rolls yeah. in our bread. <laughs> yeah. What about cheese? Do we have cheese for breakfast? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I'm gonna I would have said like charcuterie. Like, yeah, but that's very French. Mm. I feel like... Oh, but I'm also, no. in my mm. hotel in Germany, that's what we got for breakfast. We got like bread rolls with like ham and cheese and that was our breakfast, I'm pretty sure. But don't you just right? get that in every hotel? Yeah. But it was like from a kind of... A sh- I don't know. <laughs> Laura is absolutely right. Ah, it is typical German I breakfast. Apologize. The last one. Do we have beer for breakfast? Surely not. Maybe it depends on the time of the year. I mean, Oktoberfest. Yeah, likely. <laughs> no, not really. Meaning that we have 15 of 16 states where you don't have it. And in Bavaria, you have it. Oh my not God. everyone in Bavaria, of course. But in Bavaria, it's no problem at all to have a beer for breakfast. In the rest Let's of Germany. Yeah. yeah, they have sausages, they have beer. <laughs> Let's go. So, about speaking like going to Germany, could you actually imagine to live in Germany? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'd love to live in Germany. Mm. It was, it's so nice. And there's so much going on. And there's lots of art and culture and fun stuff. I would definitely love to live in Germany. Yeah. yeah. Is there That's anything good. the German government could make to make Germany more sexy? Sexier? <laughs> Germany is already sexy, isn't there? That quote about... Berlin being poor but sexy. Berlin is called by their by their own former mayor as like or described as poor but sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good description. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, to make it sexier, well, no, because like that's part of the quality and the personality mm. of the place is the fact that like it's got all these historical buildings and stuff, and they might be ugly and put up in a rush or whatever, but like it's still that's the the kind of charm of it. So. Yeah. What a beautiful way to end that episode. <laughs> Thank you, all, all three of you, so much for coming um, once again. Uh, that was the newest episode of the Crowds of German podcast. See you next Thursday. And the three of you, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Oh, well done, Emily.